1: little legends podcast is a prediction esports production support us by subscribing to the prediction esports podcast channel on your favorite podcast
0: provider
2: hey guys
1: welcome back to little legends podcast i am your host blevins and joining me as always is boop what's up buddy
2: How's it going? But we're not alone. Today.
1: We are not alone. We are joined by the one and only freelancer, by the way, <laughs> Doha. That's LFT. LFT. Hey,
3: I'm the, the esports mercenary, the esports ronin, uh, if you will. That's right.
2: Absolutely. Semurai
3: without a master right now, I've become my own master. The independence runs strong with this one esports consultant. <laughs>
2: I, I mean, can the tell jobs, you. I mean, it's official. It's, on, it's yeah. on a shirt, so it's got to be. You know that's the thing. True, I make true. it pretty obvious. <laughs> uh,
1: for you TFT folks who have been living under an eSports rock, uh, you may recognize Doa from the Fandom Legends uh, cast that happened. That was the one, right? you did? Yeah. Oh.
3: That was a ton of fun. Yeah, me and Frodan. Uh, yes. Like, no, okay. Yeah. I didn't
1: that remember great. that correctly.
2: Man,
3: there were some really good players in that
2: tournament. That was fun yeah yeah this is um one of those games where it's kind of like rocket league to me where like i play and i think i'm good and then i see (laughs) people and like you watch grand vice and you're like yeah watch grand vice or Crowan, and i'm just like like, (laughs) it's like am i stupid right is my brain just not functioning at their level and i think they have to
3: know what he's gonna roll each time it's it's...
2: i know everything is so so intentional and i don't get it
3: yeah Um, I haven't, I haven't seen him play in a couple of weeks, but he he's my favorite player right now because he plays the game. I think the way it is supposed to be played mm-hmm. in that you play in a, a very measured reactionary style where mm-hmm. you're constantly adjusting um, both your own plan and, uh, based on like what you're seeing and then what you're seeing your opponents do. So he's, he's great. I could watch that guy all day.
2: Yeah. Grand
1: vice, definitely a top player. It, it's just, it's crazy, and and we'll be talking more about uh, strategy and whatnot in just a second. So we're going to first do just a touch of housekeeping, then we're going to give you guys, uh, again, for those of you who aren't super familiar with Doe, we'll do a quick little rundown. Doe will give a little bit of background, then we're going to talk some TFT, and then we're going to talk, uh, well, we'll talk some TFT in general, and then we're going to talk about... Uh, The new stuff, the PBE and six Woodland. We may be seeing a lot of Woodland units on the board uh, very uh, shortly. But uh, before we get into that again, guys, of course, we are a prediction esports podcast. P-R-W-E-D-I-C-T-I-O-N esports. Make sure you're following us on that channel uh, on iTunes and Spotify. Leave a review on wherever you're listening. That always does help and of course, we do have game nights on Friday. You can go to discord.me littlelegendspodcast little legends podcast and jump and join and play in the game nights. Everyone is welcome, no matter how bad you are, because I'm there. So, you know that we're letting anyone in <laughs> um, and uh, it is also going to be streamed at twitch.tv slash giant slayer TV. If you want to catch the VODs or if you just want to watch along and hear all of the antics that is there. And last bit of housekeeping is we actually released last week on game night we released our brand new T-shirts our ready for battle meme T-shirts so if you want to uh, if you want to get in on the inside joke uh, the ready for battle uh, from game night we've got shirts for those over at uh, designed by humans I will have the link in the description. Okay, got through that quickly without getting too derailed. So we'll start the show like we always do and talk about our week in TFT. Maybe some notable games. Doa, We'll start with you as the guest. Anything fun or exciting happened for you in TFT?
3: I, uh, I I finally got time to to play ten point one. I hadn't had much time to do it uh, yet, um, but I wanted to spam a bunch of games before I uh, came on the show. So I played a bunch yesterday. I played a bunch today. Uh, the new lunar stuff is is really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I think i had my biggest win ever today uh using the the now extremely good in the meta uh sivir azir uh, blade <laughs> master shenanigans blade mm-hmm. master Summoner shenanigans i won a game with 61 health remaining which nice. i think is the most i've ever had in, in the game winning a game so that was that was my notable game probably but uh, i didn't even get the blade of the ruined king on azir either so it was uh it was interesting but
1: don't even need yeah,
3: it there you go that's me haven't gotten to play as much as i wanted to
2: but
3: uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm still in there i'm still in there winning games it's okay trying to fight my way out of plat right now
2: what's it like to win i don't think (laughs) i've won a game on this patch yet
3: uh you gotta play it was it was one of it was rare it was my first one on the patch (laughs) but i've only played the patch for two days (laughs) okay okay. i have an excuse Uh, i
1: i've had very few wins and almost all of them have had at least six light (laughs)
2: yeah light's okay right now Yeah, it kind of reminds me of, like, Nobles from back in the day, where it's just like such a roller coaster of emotion, right? They're really good, and then they're really bad, and then they're okay, and then they're good again, and then they're really bad. So, <laughs> so it's so Yorick dependent, you know,
1: it is. Yorick is kind of, yeah, Yorick yeah. kind of feels like the Nar from set one where it's like, yeah, yeah, you just put, I mean, we had it, we had it uh, sure. on one of our earlier episodes, just put Nar in forehead, Like, it doesn't matter what you're running. Just,
3: I, yeah. think Annie, I think Annie kind of falls into that category. Yeah. You're, Annie, if you're running. It's like Tivers is always going to be good. So.
2: Mm-hmm. Tipper's just a little too tanky for my for my liking. Uh, I, I would like to see him a, mm. a little bit more delicate. But thanks for asking. My week in TFT. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, uh, of course.
1: Boop boop. Uh, I just want to remind you that you are one of the hosts of this show, so you can. You. Uh, thanks for asking. More, you're I you're not it. the you're not a guest on I the show. <laughs> boop, our longest running guest has been here for twenty three episodes. Oh in sorry, only twenty two. Uh Kenobi Kenobi did
2: uh Kenobi oh, did yeah, filling. That's, right. oh. that's right. That's right, that's right. I was you know, I'm almost Cal Ripken, Uh but uh no, it was um uh, I don't Ripken know why Junior I wanted to jump those, in here uh, baseball fanatics out there. Baseball. I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? Um uh, <laughs> uh it sucked. Uh so I started... <laughs> All right. I, I started in uh, silver one at the beginning of the week. I, ha- I so there's been like a lot of stuff going down, and like I haven't mm-hmm. I haven't gotten to play like more than like two or three games in a row for a while. But then finally started grinding, and I and I climbed and I climbed, and then I was at 98 LP, and then I lost about 240 of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh boy! So I don't know why I do this. I don't. I don't know if you do this too, but like when I'm tilting, like I just like I think I, maybe everyone does do this, but when I when I'm losing, I like. Just will spend all my money, no matter what. I'll, in my oh. head, I'll be like, "Okay, I need to save money." But the last game I played, I probably wasn't over twenty gold like the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's and, a problem. Yeah, yeah, problem. and then and then I'm like, I'm so upset. Why am I losing? And then I'll say in my head, "Oh, it's because I'm poor." And then the very next game, I'll do the exact same thing. So we'll just we'll, we'll uh, see how just that like
3: goes. set like what what uh, what I did is I would like set. Um, like rounds that I would allow myself to roll down or to level. And I just wasn't allowed to do it. Aside from that, I was mm-hmm. like, all right, at right after Krugs, I'm going to go to this level that I'm going to like do this at this level. I'm not going to spend anything at all, except for stuff that just appears on the board right mm-hmm. off on this. Yeah, and like, I idea. just set like barriers for myself. And, and that kind of helped me sort of get a better sense of the economy when I was mm-hmm. playing like in set one.
2: Yeah, and you know, it's so funny, because in set one, um, I, you know, I was plat almost diamond. And then this time around, set two has just been like hard to, to wrap my head around just to set generally. two has been way more swingy. There's been like big yes. swings in the meta in set yes. two
3: with the balance changes. A lot more than set one, I think. Mm-hmm. yeah there's it, no yordles this time so you can't like cheat your way into a win six Yordles anymore. i hate yordles hey that, so hextech much. was worse than yordles though
2: <laughs> that is true <laughs> I was worse I, than hextech i like how the devs are always like you know we adjusted by getting rid of hextech that's like that was, we did good guys it's that like, was cool, a great yeah. that was the greatest
3: adjustment adjust yep, right it right out was. of the game please yeah
1: yeah uh i i mean actually that that kind of transitions into uh Oh, well, we're just going to jump around you know what Screw, throw the notes in the garbage sure. we're jumping around uh it, that, that brings up a point that we we, we kind of talked more about and I'm, I'm interested to get your thoughts on uh doe as well obviously you've casted set two and, and are familiar with set one in set two yeah. it feels a lot less uh positioning itself feels a lot less important than it did in set one where it's like in set one you're okay i need to position around hex tag and oh they have a the Fulani, uh they've got a Sijuani all to chogath all mm-hmm. they need to spread out i need to do this and the board was smaller which sure. kind of made it more impactful i mean i guess just personally from your play style like how do you how do you feel about that how do you feel uh, about how that
3: i guess out? maybe maybe i mean when you get to the late game it's still just as important um and with the way zephyr works it's like even more important now like uh there've been games that I've won where it's like I won only because I had Zephyr in the right place at the right time, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think, I think even outside of of Zephyr positioning is, is still really important in like the mid to late game. But I think in the early game, it's not, not quite as important. You can make fairly simple adjustments, you know, where it's like, Oh, this guy's playing assassins. I should toss a tank back by my carries and make sure there's someone there to, you know, annoy them and hopefully not let my carries just blow up right away. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know if I'd agree completely with that but i think uh i think maybe in the early game positioning is a little bit easier like i said because the board is bigger so you can just mm-hmm. things just spread out more naturally um and there's less i think there's less well i don't know if i want to say that either i was gonna <laughs> say i think there's less devastating aoe in the game but then again there is amumu and nami and and
1: malphite uh, a bunch and of yeah
3: malphite yeah so so never mind the aoe is still there i think the board's <laughs> a bit bigger i think late game it still matters just as much middle late game still matters mm-hmm. just as much Early game, you can play it a little bit more casually, I guess.
2: Yeah. So when when we had when we had Mort um, on, basically, they like one of like the intentional design choices for set two was to make like because ch- I think we have AOE, but none of the AOE really does like a ton of damage like it did last time. Like remember when a all a, a rupture would just like <laughs> destroy you if you, if you had void um, bonus sure. and you know rabidons and stuff. So they actually tried to move away from sedjuani ults and the old leona ult, like those AOE stuff. Because I think if I'm thinking of the AOE, most of them are on four and five cost units in set two, right?
1: I mean, technically Kiana is like not AOE, but like a multi-person stuff. Yeah, so Scion, Azir. Scion, yeah. Would no, you no, like to
2: see more? Uh, not a zero. Uh, who am I thinking of? Atrox. I knew deserve sort of an A. Yeah. <laughs> what would you? Just an in there. Would you yeah. rather have like more of like the fantasies? What Mort said of like those big sedults, or kind of go towards more towards set two, where it's more for CC, less for damage, or uh, where would you like to kind of like see that in the game? Because I think that's a balance that they're still having a hard time trying to pick up.
3: I think I think it'd be cool if you could have both, but then it's it's difficult to do that without comps being creative that or created that have both right mm-hmm. um so I, I guess if I had to pick one I would pick the uh less it, big things of instant damage and more like smaller ccs uh because I, I like the game when it's it's more p- tactical and, and the positioning you know does matter more and you really have to like min max where everybody is uh to the utmost to, like win a game I, I think that's like when TFT is at its most fun like I enjoy TfT of TF the most. When it's like me and two or like one other person left and I'm like Mm -hmm. checking all the boards and moving things, we're all moving things around and trying to like, Mm -hmm. you know, mess with each other. Like that's, that's my favorite part of TFD. So yeah. Yeah. the more of that that gets emphasized, uh, I think, the better. And and uh, yeah, so I'd have to go yeah. with that.
2: I I kind of miss like moving around for Blitzcrank uh, in yeah. set one, um, like because like that was like what you're exactly saying though is like when you hit final two, and there's a Blitzcrank on the other side. You're like literally moving that same unit across the whole board just in case, yeah. right? Um, well, uh, for that. What Blitzcrank. I like to do, I like to pick up a Zephyr early actually
3: in a lot of my games because mm-hmm. I, I just look at even if there's like seven other people left you know i i look at the boards and and if there's one uh champ in particular that i'm worried about i'll put it to counter that just in case i hit that board right mm-hmm. and if i don't positioning doesn't really matter too much anyway at, for that in that case but if i do then you know that's a round that i'll have a better chance of winning where i may have lost otherwise so i i love like early zephyrs for that reason to mm-hmm. try to like mess with people because they aren't thinking about it that earlier so you can cheese your way out of some early
2: blood wins is a
3: yeah, it's a good one. It's yeah. a good
1: item. It's like a poor man's force of nature. It's like I'm getting a I'm, I'm plus one <laughs> yeah, unit on them for however long, what is it, six, five, six, five seconds I think now? Um, yeah, you do
3: that to the Sivir or the Nocturne oh, yeah. or one of their you know assassins or something like that mm-hmm. in some cases. It's really good.
1: Yeah. One of my favorite moments, one, one of the moments that really like made me fall in love with TFT was the first time I was in a one V one right at the end. And I was losing, I was like losing very slightly. Like I had 40 health and they had like 10 or something. So like I was losing like 10 health around to them. So I was like slowly going to lose. And then on the, like I was down to 10 and they were down. So it was down to the, whoever won next one. And like, I just threw in a random level one blitz crank right at the end, (laughs) like rolled (laughs) down 40 gold to find one blitz crank, threw it in right at the last second and just completely ranch. them.
3: (laughs) It feels like, great when you do that. I, yeah. I love that. That's, like, the best part of the TFT, when you can, like, and you can, like, straight up outplay the other person, you know?
1: hmm Yeah. Those those moments are few and far between now, as I'm just yes. putting in as many light units as I can and hoping that my, uh, nah. my Lucian just
3: gets infinity <laughs> attack <me>. speed.
2: <laughs> well, I ran
3: well, mostly... Oh, go ahead.
2: No, I'm I was... Uh, no, don't worry about it, man, because I think um, uh, in terms of what I think... It's been really intriguing based on like how you're talking about it. Number one, you obviously love like the the game and the genre because I've been seeing a lot of um, just Out of Battler stuff on your Twitter uh, in, yeah. in general. So like now that you're kind of like in this, you know, playing TFT, playing Battlegrounds, right? Like uh, something that you mentioned pre-show was, you know, there's a player, Grand Vice, who's been very successful in a lot of tournaments. Uh, in the past that this is how you play are you trying to play like grand vice have you gotten there yet like what is that style and like are you are what? you a
1: top are you top five on I the, mean, ladder, the ladder yet
2: I'm
3: in, <laughs> I'm in plat right now so clearly i am not playing like grand vice but i i, I would like to i mean i kind of the funny thing is like when i play tft um especially uh, battlegrounds a little bit but tft mostly I get a similar feeling to when I was playing StarCraft 2 back in the day mm. where like it's just there's so much to think about and there's so many little things you can do that can have a big impact in how you play um and uh you know you don't have to have 300 APM obviously to play TFT but you do have to be pretty quick mm-hmm. uh in certain rounds and certain situations so studying a player you know that's way better than me and then just trying to emulate that like I like having Players that seem so far out of reach in in skill to sort mm-hmm. of try to emulate um, in a strategic sense. So yeah, it's it's great. Like I, I really do like get that same StarCraft II vibe when I play uh, TFT.
1: Now you don't it feels
3: have... better because all I need is top four instead of
1: yes. <laughs> that bad, that is right? one of the most endearing things about <laughs> TFT because it's like in Hearthstone, it's like you can play a thirty minute match and then you lose and it sucks. But at TFT, like you can play and play and play, and like you get a fourth, and it's like okay, that kind of feels like a win at least. Yeah,
2: it's like a participation. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. I
3: went up, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's In, something
1: didn't yeah. go down. Now, you mentioned you don't have to have 300 AP, uh, APM, which is true, but you do need to yes. have at least, what, like, 50 APM? Because if you see me try <laughs> to roll best, down... Yeah. You... <laughs> is the
2: slowest hyper-roller. I'm really bad out. at it, too, honestly. So like,
3: I am
1: terrible I roll down as fast as I can, and I am I'm I'm still have, like, 36 gold. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just psych myself out. I'm just like, I'm like, alright, I'm ready. I've got, like, my 50. Uh, which one do I need again? I'm like, I don't know which one I need roll and I'm like, oh crap, I should have taken that one. I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I practiced it. I practiced hyper rolling where like every single game, yeah. like a, a couple of months ago, I just would hyper roll every game to to get used to it. And I'd, I barely play that way anymore, but it's mm-hmm. it's nice to have that tool in your toolkit if it's like, mm-hmm. hey, this is a game where I'm going to need to hyper roll. So now I have some experience with that, you know, yeah. it's good to practice everything. That's a, that's another way where I think it's like Starcraft too, where it's mm-hmm. like, you really you really want to practice everything. And there is uh, just like in an RTS, there's an early game, a mid game and a late game, right? Mm-hmm. You need to have your build kind of like planned out the, the whole time. So uh, so I, I, I do see a lot of similarities there and I, I love it. It's great.
1: Yeah, that's uh, uh, definitely, uh, it, it really is like that. And, and I kind of ruined my play style like a few months ago when hyper rolling was the, all the, the rage. it was all the rage. Yeah, there was like, there was egg makes, roll and, and it does make it dumber. It, it made me a lot dumber. And but
2: Doa pressing that every button game makes is you the it's best part of ruin. TFT. <laughs> I like, love hyper rolling. Like right? <laughs> it's so
1: good. You get to do the most fun yeah. thing.
3: I, You know, you can do it. I think it's one of those things where it's like, you know, it's it's good. It's fine to have a drink once in a while. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but if you drink to excess, you well, will be losing yeah. brain cells. And yeah, I, I think hyper rolling is the same thing. It's fun to hyper roll once in a while. But if you do it to excess, you
2: will lose brain cells. What an <laughs> apt metaphor! That was yeah. so. That's it. End of conversation. <laughs> you don't want to. You is. don't want to binge hyper roll. <laughs>
1: uh, that there, you, you heard You'll it. Be you heard it, it for days. That's don't, a, that's a shirt if
3: I've ever heard of one. That's though. true.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think. There's got to be <laughs> some, some sort of metaphor. play on on a hangover. But I'll, I'll think. Right. I'll I'll, tw- I'll probably tweet it out tomorrow when I think of it. Um, but <laughs> it's. Uh, hearing you uh bring up the comparison to starcraft 2 really kind of uh makes me think of you know starcraft 2 and, and starcraft uh brood war obviously are yeah. some iconic esports and tft and esports is obviously something that we're very passionate about passionate about and you know boop and i have casted you obviously have casted as well uh tft and i want to kind of get your thoughts on where you see tft as an esport um how, how you feel it is now and where the the sort of the, the uh, competitive community is on that
3: uh i think it's i don't think tft or any of the auto battlers are ever going to games that fill arenas per se like there's you're not going to have like fifty thousand people screaming mm. for tft i don't think right um it's i i think but i i do think it it Definitely falls into like the category of, of a really great esport and something that is fun to just sit down and, and think about and and be sort of cerebral about. And mm-hmm. in that sense, it it fits in really nicely with like chess or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. You're not, I mean, nobody would ever disrespect the game of chess because it's it's awesome, but you will never see a hundred thousand people in an arena watching chess, right. right? It just it just doesn't have those big hype moments that you want to have mm-hmm. in a big like arena sport, right? So so I'm not I'm not uh, you know trying to trash talk TFT when I say it's not like ever gonna be a big venue selling out esport because mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be. It's I don't feel like it's really meant to be that, you know. Um, but I, and I, but I do think it is one of the best at the type of game it is, which is a game that's great to like sit on the couch with your friends and watch and think about and be like, oh, he should have done that. He should have done that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and there are moments of excitement, right? There are little bits of variance here and there. Um, but uh, that, that add to it, that make it fun to watch. Um, but yeah, I think it's just a, a great, you know, strategy, uh, e-sport
2: yeah so how does that affect your like uh because you know as a caster you're kind of you know the voice of the game of the game during that during those big moments and making them entertaining so in a game like tft you you come from the world of overwatch you've cast league of legends you've done a lot of other stuff you've also cast a lot of other uh card games yeah starcraft and so when you come into tft what is something that is just that you like casting about it. and What are some of the challenges? You did bring up some of the challenges of it being an eSport. Does that come across in how you cast it as well? Um, it's uh, yeah, it's it's
3: it's super fun. Um, it's uh, sorry, someone's at my door right now. Can I can I run yeah, away? Yes, it's so it. unprofessional. I'm so no, sorry. No,
1: it, it's okay. This is a perfect uh, time to jump to a break. Ever seen untucked button down? They look
3: bad.
2: Why? Because
1: they weren't meant to be worn that way. Thankfully, there's Untuck It, the original button-down shirt actually designed to be worn untucked. No matter your size or shape, untucked shirts always fall at the perfect untucked length. With more than 50-plus fit combinations, Untuck it shirts look great on tall, slim, short, and athletic guys of all ages. For a big tall guy like me, these shirts actually fit great. Choose from styles like wrinkle-free button-downs, super soft flannels, outerwear, and more. With Untuck It, your shirts will never look baggy, bulgy, too long, or too big ever again. And their website is easy to use. They even have a whole page devoted to helping you find your fit. So whether you're shopping for the perfect gift or just trying to craft a smart, relaxed style of your own, Untuck It is the way to go. Visit UntuckIt.com and use the code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. That's U N T U C K I T dot com and promo code blue for twenty percent off. Welcome back, everyone. Hope you enjoyed the break because we sure did. Um, oh yes, yeah. uh, <laughs> yes, it was. It was as long as you took uh, listening to the break. Uh, that's how long we were on <laughs> break. But um, I don't even remember where we were, so we're just we were gonna... talking about some, oh, okay. some casting. You do I remember, think. okay? Oh, yes, sure. casting. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. So basically, just to uh, reiterate what we were talking about before, TFT, you know, is not defined, right? Uh, Mort said what? last week. Uh, last week that everything that they're doing now is because the success of this game was double the double expectation, <laughs> is what they said, <laughs> right? So everything cool. seems really like reactionary. So building esports or building, um, uh, you know, auto battler as a scene is brand new and right it's going to be in the front of that And people who cast i think are going to be part of that equation as well so for you doa to be part of like a new genre like this is really really cool and to be on you know fandom legends and you're going to be on twitch rivals i'm sure uh you know hope so doing, doing regularly yeah me too it's great to hear you on there um What's it like in your role of a caster in terms of portraying the game in a way that's going to be awesome for audiences to hear, but also, you know, taking into consideration all the challenges that you mentioned earlier about this becoming an esport? Like, what's the role for you in helping the community kind of grow? grow?
3: Sure. Well, I mean, it's, it's kind of similar to a game like Hearthstone or a lot of those other you are uh evaluating what players are doing uh talking about possibilities talking about potential you know mistakes uh but more so trying to like get in the minds of the people that are playing the game and sort of being like i think he did this because of this reason and this is why this is good maybe this is what this you know this is something they should be thinking about um but it's it's fun because it's a little bit slower paced. Like after doing Overwatch for a few years, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's nice to kind of like slow things down again and be like, <laughs> I know. "All right, I have time to actually like think again." You know, because <laughs> I guess uh, I've I've you know made a name for myself as a play by play caster, right? Which is a lot of yelling, a lot of calling the action, stuff like that. But uh, I was an analyst in StarCraft too, and and I did uh, Hearthstone as a. I mean, you have to be an analyst to do things like Hearthstone and TFT. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to look at the game. Uh, on a deeper level and be good at the game i think to uh to talk about it uh, on that level so uh it's it's nice to kind of get to flex those muscles again right because like in overwatch i just didn't really have time so uh (laughs) it was uh yeah yeah so it's it's fun to go back to that kind of thing and and like i said it, it Fits in really nicely with the type of eSport that you can have like a really fun discussion with your friends with while you watch it. And there are moments to get excited about, but it's really about you know conversation, right? It's really having a conversation. When I when I cast it with Frodan, what we're doing is we're talking about you know the what the mindset of the different players might be. You know, as they're kind of approaching the game, you kind of uh, in TFT. I think the important thing is is uh, and and it's still very experimental, obviously. But uh I think it's fun to kind of like pick maybe. Uh, as you watch the early game develop, pick like four players or so and like really pay the closest attention to those storylines. Because after like the early game, you can kind of tell the direction, the trajectory a lot of the players are going. Mm-hmm. So you can see who are probably going to be the big players for the late game and then kind of start following them and, uh, you know, sort of follow those stories and let those stories build. And if something else comes up, be ready to pivot to that. But that's kind of the, the general approach I'm trying to take with TFT right now in the very limited amount I've casted it so far.
1: True. Only, uh, only, I mean, there, I mean, there haven't really been a ton of events um, so far. And we know, obviously mm. we talk about Phantom legends. There was a uh, ethos GG tournament that happened not last weekend, but the weekend before, I believe giant slayer is obviously doing uh, their uh, fight nights every couple of weeks. And um, really it kind of leads into another question that I had that, came from an article that was written uh earlier this week about the state of where tft is in the competitive scene or it where its competitive scene is in comparison to the greater esports picture and i just want to kind of get your thoughts on you know where you know is obviously you have some confidence in in tft and you're having a lot of fun playing it but is it at a place where it should be this early on, you know, is it, does it have the promise to be something that we're going to be seeing in, in years at a competitive level, regardless of, I mean, people can play the game forever, but at a sort of a competitive level, where do you,
3: yeah, I I think it's really cool uh, that riot is using uh, different champion skins to influence Mm -hmm. the different sets and stuff like that. Because then, like you said, there really is an endless amount of possibilities. There's years and Mm -hmm. years and years of TFT content. When you look at the amount of champions in the game, the amount of skins, the fact that there's going to be new champions and new skins coming out as the game, you know, kind of goes on. So I, I think, um, you know, like like Mort said, you know, that things have really exceeded their expectations. And I feel like it's, it's exceeded everybody's expectations, right? It's mm-hmm. very popular right now. And I think uh, I, I would really like to see a um, high tier production uh, get behind it. Um, it's a bit of a gamble right now because it's, mm-hmm. it isn't as big as a lot of the other games out there but i i think there's a lot that can be done with it i think there's a lot of really cool statistical things you could do with tft that uh now that there's api access uh some mm-hmm. of these websites are doing and some of that can be incorporated into the broadcast um if i get a chance to do tft with phantom again i i'm really going to push them to include some of that in the broadcast i know they want to but i think that'd be a really neat angle to go at it is sort of like look at you know average gold at round x you know and, mm-hmm. and compare the players uh on that, you know, sort of... Lit- yes. amount of his gold spent at this point in time. Right. Right. Oh,
2: that actually is a really cool. So
3: look at uh, yeah. average life toll round. And you can kind of really get a lot of players' play style if you look at their uh, statistics as far as gold spend, uh, rolling down what champions they decide to go to. You know, if this guy picks Azir, he has 20% higher chance to win a game than if he doesn't and all that kind of stuff, you know? So you get to see what people are kind of generally better at. So uh, that data is, I believe, a, a, attainable now. I think you can get it from the the API, but um, it would be really. But I'm like dumb at that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. I really need to see somebody else get that so that
2: I can look at it and then talk about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Same.
2: <laughs> you know, th- you know what did Oh Bill Gates say? If you want. A jo- so when he gives jobs away, at first he gives it to a lazy person because lazy people are really good at cutting corners. And then so he gives it to a lazy person first and then gives it to somebody else uh, to, sense. To, to use. Yeah, so I'm not calling you lazy, Doa, but I'm just saying I mean, there's a little bit oh, of that strategy yeah. involved. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to go find the stats. I'm, yeah, I'm right. not
3: finding the stats. I want to
2: think about the stats. Yeah, you else. know what stats you want someone else to find.
3: Right. I can... <laughs> help digest and make them applicable. You
2: know? Yeah. No, and I and I think what's really cool um, when it comes to this game is because those stats are, like, hardcore, right? Like, you can look at yeah. it and the stats tell that story, right? Because um, I think some things, like, in, in traditional sports, too, you see a stat, you're like, well none of this really matters (laughs) like how many yards this guy ran because his team is losing you know by 20 points or something like that right well it has to be
3: Um, applicable right yeah yeah be like communicated in a in in an understandable way that's kind of like the job of the commentator is to take these these like elements uh that are maybe too complex for a lot of the viewers Mm -hmm. and then make them you know make them uh, understandable and digestible you know
2: yeah, for sure. And uh, as we as we move on into the future of a TFT, what are you like most excited about Like to, to see? Is there anything that like you want to see? My dream for set three is to have a, a champion that takes up two spaces. I think it would be cool to have like, Zai and Rakan on two spaces. I don't know. That's just something oh, I, I would love to see them try. That,
3: that would be interesting.
2: Yeah, yeah I, I right? What, is there um, anything out there for you that you kind of want to see, uh, like a favorite champion, or maybe like an origin that you think might be cool? Um,
3: I mean, it'd be cool to see uh, more of the support champions I like, uh, come in like to have Bard in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm just always excited whenever there's new sets and new synergies and, you know, new origins and stuff like that, because it's just, it's the experimentation phase of a set is the most fun part to me. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I just like new sets. Um, that said, I think set two is really, really good. And so they when they announced that set three is coming in March already, I'm like, oh, I, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Like the sets probably should roll over like three times a year, two or three mm-hmm. times a yeah, year, you know, three or four months, but yep. I feel like I'm just like I'm still getting the hang of set two. You yes. know, there's still so much to explore. So I'm like, oh and and I almost feel that way about set one to a certain extent. If Hextech didn't exist, I would have been happy to play (laughs) set one for a while longer. But like yeah, but uh but set two is really good. So it's kinda sad to know that we've only got like what, a month and a half, two months, Mm two and a half months left with it, something like that. Yeah. Um but it's always it'll be out on mobile for set three though, so that's exciting. Yeah, that's the end of my phone battery. Yeah, I know,
1: right. <laughs> I, I I will. I'm seriously <laughs> between that Run Runete- Legends of Runeterra and Wild Rift. I am probably getting a new phone and or a tablet. Um,
3: I haven't tried Legends of Runeterra yet. I didn't get in the beta.
1: Well, good <laughs> Rito, news. Good news is on January twenty fourth, you will be able to play regardless of whether you got into the beta because I open just, beta I is I
3: may do that. I'll
1: give it a shot, uh, and you should definitely check out Room Terrible Radio as well. Um, they're great; they're great podcasts hosted by yeah. uh, great people.
2: You're on it. It's uh, very interesting. I, well, you have such who, me! Um,
1: <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm saving all of that talk because it, it, I need to do the show tomorrow. But um, you you actually bring up um one of my so perhaps for extremely biased reasons, I'm very bullish on TFT. Uh, and I, and even besides the fact that I have a podcast, I've just loved the game and mm-hmm. have been very into it and have liked it. And it, it, it's been a joy to play. One thing that has been a concern for me, not from my personal take, but from people who I've talked to both in the legends podcast community and people who I know in real life who have just played uh, TFT sort of casually is is actually that set rotation where I've had multiple people like between like th- between three to five people who've who've messaged me and are like, hey, I liked TFT set one, but man, they sure did uh, get rid of it and put in a brand new set. And I don't know what I'm doing anymore. And like, yeah, I get like for me, I obviously am playing the game all the time. I'm watching way more hours of streams than I should be. Um Uh, my job would probably fire me if they found out how much I was watching Uh, and and just and I'm in the game as much as anyone could be really besides like streamers and whatnot but some people aren't they can't do that and they're not they don't want to do that you know you don't want to have to do that I mean this is something I've heard from even going back to Magic the Gathering where it's like what do you mean I can't use my cards anymore what do you mean Mm -hmm. all this time I spent on set one is gone um, I, I just want to kind of get your thought on, on, on that. And, and you even kind of felt that a little bit of like, oh, well, set two is going away. That kind of stinks. Is that something you see as sort of a problem or maybe, a, an issue for TFT moving forward as we um, you know, see these sets rotate?
3: Yes and no. Um, I think I mean that's as far as card games go. Uh, you know, with set like you know set rotation of Magic or something like that. Like it's mm-hmm. just part of the game. It's just yeah. it's it's a necessary thing for the competitive side of the game. So if you don't like that, well, I guess it's not for you. Uh, and TFT, I mean, it is it is free. You can play the entire thing for free. Yeah. So it's it's hard to really levy any complaints against it uh, right. as far as like what they decide to do with it uh, because it is free. But uh, I, as far as like wanting it to succeed. I think um, I think it would be. I would like to see personally uh, a minimum of four months for a set, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you got you'll have three sets per year. It'll be a bigger deal when the sets change, and there'll be able to be more of a lead up to it. Mm-hmm. Where someone who's into the game, even casually, will be able to read about like the new champions and yeah. and read about the new you know synergies and stuff like that, and, mm-hmm. and kind of get prepared a little bit. Um, and I think four months still keeps it fresh enough for most people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and who knows, that might be the, what the plan is already. Cause we've had set two for about a month. It came out, what, in like, uh, November, December, something like that. Yeah. yeah late December. Cause yeah, there's yeah. that three week, uh, period where there was no break. right, oh, right, right. Yeah. Right. yeah. So, oh, right. so it seems like it'll be about four months for the set anyway. Mm-hmm. So it, they could already be planning that. I haven't talked to anyone at Riot about it, but, uh, it's, I would kind of like to see that sort of schedule uh, be Mm -hmm. used with TFT. Um, And, you know, it's not going to be for everybody, uh, but I think a lot more people uh, are going to get bored with the game being the same champions for a really long time Mm -hmm. than uh, people will leave because it's changing too often. I don't think every four months months is too often, so I'm I'm not too concerned about
2: it. Yeah, I mean, when the game first came out, we were changing every week. Uh, is what, oh is what yeah, the D like. patches um, I mean, it was so great what... for
1: doing a podcast but man, it wasn't a lot
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Demons went through three different iterations, so like, what don't you want to see? So you want to see these, you know, the four months uh, in terms of mm. the sets, what's something that you don't, like, in your expertise of gaming and esports and, and just this world, what don't you want to see them do? What would be maybe a detriment uh, for the future?
3: Um, You know, I, I would... It's hard to strike that balance between uh balancing when things need to be altered and leaving a meta sit to let the players figure it out more. Mm-hmm. It's it's that's a perpetual uh sort of challenge with esports is knowing when to balance and when to kind of hold back. So uh I feel like the balance changes have been coming pretty quickly uh in, mm-hmm. in TFT which on the one hand, I like that they're so aggressive. I I think it is better to err on the side of being more aggressive in balancing a game Mm -hmm. than not balancing a game enough. Um, but, uh, I, I would just, I think they're right on the edge where if they do it a little bit more often, I think that's too much, Mm -hmm. but, uh, so I I think they're doing good, but they're pushing it just a little bit with the speed of the balance changes. Mm -hmm. And then maybe it'd be cool to let the game breathe a little bit more. It's, it not not a ton, but like maybe a tiny tiny bit more. Yeah, less.
2: let's let's try to, it's to tough. not like keep the pace, right? Like let's not be the pacemaker here, right? Mm-hmm. Where we're running six and a half minute miles for ten miles. It's okay to run like a, a seven like, minute mile sometime, right? The other thing to think about too is that like they have a lot of statistics that that uh,
3: we don't have. Right. Uh, so mm-hmm. they can see things happening in the game on a on a macro scale, on a mm-hmm. big scale that like we don't get to see because we don't see the data that they see every day. So things that we perceive to be a problem, uh, especially on the competitive side of things, may not be a problem for like 90% of of TFT players. And so, you know, if there's not a, if something doesn't get changed, sometimes there's a good reason for it that mm-hmm. you might not see. Um, just, you know, speaking from what I know from other games that, you know, many other games that have gone through lots of balance changes. And some people are, you know, the people that don't have that inside look like, oh, this doesn't make any sense. But you're like, well, it, it does actually. It's just kind of hard to see it from, From this side. There's a good reason for it. So
1: So I was talking with a uh, a friend, um, Deathbow, actually, who is podcast host for High Noon Podcast and is also TFT caster. Um, And he brought up actually a really interesting idea for how to do the sets. And it's more like how blocks used to be in Magic the Gathering and how they Mm. still kind of are a little bit where instead of having set 1 then hard chop you know paper cutter that's gone set 2 is, is minted and we add a little bit of set 2 and then chop that set 3 you do like set 0.75 and then as set 1 and then set 2 is like the the last 0.25 of set 1 and mm. then also a little bit so of it's set kind of like 2 Kind yeah, of no, like I, Hearthstone I with the a, sets where like you have set one sure. and set two played at the same time and then you have a transition when set three comes out, set one goes away and then you've got set two and set three.
3: I think so. it's a great idea. I think that's yeah. I think that's uh I, I haven't thought of that before, but now that I hear it, I think that's... I'm surprised that's probably, I didn't think
1: of it either, because it's... That's a, probably
3: absolutely the, the, the right way to do it, because yeah. you get to not only keep the synergies that people like, but you get to add new stuff in, and you get to rotate out maybe a couple synergies that weren't really working, but you don't mm-hmm. have to throw
2: the entire thing out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. I, I love that. think I that's a worked. great like, idea. So- Right, like, oh, this isn't working. We could just toss it, right? (laughs) Because we're we're doing this, right? You'd have to sort of change the
3: the fundamental way they release sets to do that, because right now each set has, uh, well, out of the two sets that we've seen, and the the tease of the third set that's coming Mm -hmm. out, they have very distinct themes to them. Mm -hmm. So that would need to be changed in order for them to do that idea. But but I love it. That's a great idea. We have like, you know, maybe eight heroes or eight champions. (laughs) it's going to be hard to switch back eight <laughs> fall out and eight new ones come in, you mm-hmm. know, and like two new synergies come in and, you know, yeah. two ones go out or
2: like four and four or whatever, you know, but you get the idea. It, it, it'd be cool. I love that idea. That's really neat. Yeah. yeah. They like swap out origins instead of like whole sets, like right. know, okay, kind of like how they like added Hextech and mm. uh, what did they add? They add didn't they add another one? Hextech. Um, instead one, and... like after Hextech. I don't, I guess anyway, I might have been, yeah. making, I might be making it up in my head, but the, uh, but yeah, I think it allows them to be a little bit more flexible. Something that I'm sure they've thought about, but I think could definitely revisit. Because well, so one thing that I don't like is like I miss Cho'Gath. You know, what I mean? yeah. Like I love I that like... hero, and the fantasy of him is just like super cool, right? You get attached to some of these uh, characters, and then they're just gone, right? Oh, yeah. That doesn't feel as good.
3: So here's a here's a counterpoint to that that I thought of uh, just now is that. Um when you remove all of, uh, uh, like, say we removed Inferno and, uh, I don't know, what's an origin? Ocean? Woodland. Woodland, okay. Uh, ocean, sure. Like, re- remove, like, you remove two of those things. That has a big effect on a lot of the other synergies, because mm-hmm. suddenly certain ones that made a synergy work are going to be gone. So yep. it would be difficult to remove just like 2 or 3 or 4 of those because of the big that's effect true. that it has on the other champion pools that maybe share that synergy but are part of another origin or something mm-hmm. like that. So so I think I it's a neat idea but I think it would get really complicated really fast too. Well, so it would that's, that's sort of like a yeah.
1: What it would certainly do is impact like you said how they do sets because it, not even not even touching the fact that well, would we have two Lucians in right now, or do we have to push Light Lucian into set three? Something like that? they'd have to change that. I mean, they they could do that. That's not like a huge thing. They could just make someone else that unit, right?
3: Yeah, or they could just like yeah, change change a champion and keep the origin, but change the uh, what? What is the second one called? Origin and what?
1: Origin and class.
3: Class change. You know, change the class but keep the origin. You could do something like that.
1: Yeah, I mean they they can they can do that. But the other thing is you need to you're it adds a ton of complexity because you're not right. just balancing for the set itself you're balancing for the next set and you're also balancing for the previous set right like you're balancing set three and how it works with set two and with set four if you're doing it in that order uh or if you're it's doing a, it in that i think
3: format. at the end of the day it's a cool idea but it might yeah. just be too much work
1: it's a lot so, of work
3: so i would love to see them try it but yeah but i yeah it, it definitely would get very complicated quickly.
1: Yeah, and considering yeah. the I'm sure the the testing size for Match of the Gathering is uh much bigger than the uh side project that exploded for it in terms of in terms <laughs> yeah. of people. So
2: it's like one of those ideas that like you hear it you're like yeah, cool, and then you like sit with it for a second, you're like but but wait, there's more. Well it's like <laughs> but yeah, wait, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a Reddit thread in a nutshell, right? Where someone has yeah. idea, like, right. oh, this oh,
3: <laughs> no, you're an idiot. Anyway, um, one stops to really think about it, you know? Yeah, yeah totally.
1: totally. I, I do think it's a good idea. It's just the implementation of it is definitely uh, yeah. something that is uh, needs to be um, actually very challenging. Out. Yeah, very challenging. OK, um, let's move on. Let's shift focus here and talk about some of the new stuff. We've already kind of teased it a little bit. Um, we had the TFT 2020 video uh, come out a couple of days ago. We got the confirmation that set three is coming in mid-March. Uh, there's a Star Guardian space Odyssey theme. Um, I'm sure that you guys as more bigger league fans than I am <laughs> caught more references than I did. Um, but for me as someone who, uh, who came in as a, just a TFT guy, basically, uh, I thought it was cool. Um, space, different stuff, crazy. Th- it's like. It's wackier, right? Like it's not just like, oh, here's the league champions and this is their—they're just doing a thing. And like, oh, well, these we changed are one
2: red and these champions, right?
1: Are and blue. like, we changed one <laughs> champion so that they were a dragon kind of because we needed that synergy. It's like, nope, we are doing it top down. These are going to be space units. Uh, I thought that was cool. cool. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, just like this one had that really strong elemental theme, mm-hmm. um, right down to the hexes on the board being different each game. Which I have mixed feelings about, but it, but it is cool that it's different. Uh, so I'm I'm really yeah. excited to see what they do with the next set. So mm-hmm.
2: Moore actually mentioned that the new so that they're going to try something like elemental hexes was just for that set, right? Yeah. And that this particular one is actually a little out there. So like the theory yeah. crafting right. like is like already in my head like as to what it might be. So like hearing that information, uh, do you have any maybe assumptions on what these new hexes might be? Because who knows. Yeah, I know, right? But, like, it's space-themed or something like that? want do you hear my? Do you want to hear
1: my man. tinfoil hat thing? Yeah, what's Feels your tinfoil hat? Right? Okay. Uh, we're no longer going to be on little islands. Like, you know, the little islands with the boards on them. We're going to be on a sphere, and the board is going to be all around the sphere. And you turn it around and spin it because it's, like, a that'd be terrible. terrible
2: plant.
3: <laughs> <There was> a <laughs> that would be, be, that'd be cool. so hard to watch. That would not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. I didn't say it was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You know, you had an idea, and that's what matters.
1: Uh, I'll keep it to myself <laughs> next time. Um, we also got so set three mid March. Uh, the space theme mobile coming after that. They didn't give it a firm date, but we're thinking sometime around that mid March area. Uh, we had the more kind of offhandedly say uh before may was (laughs) which is cute
3: uh april is basically march
1: yeah exactly (laughs) so uh that's that's really cool and we've talked extensively about uh the implications of mobile and whatnot um for that so uh, before we're gonna we'll we'll close out the show by talking about the the pbe balances but that announcement itself mobile uh set three star guardian theme how do you feel about that? It wasn't quite like it was a, it was a what three minute video with Mort and one of the other leads. Um, pretty straightforward yeah. rune exactly. the day before got like a big sort of got like a big, uh, thing. Obviously it's a brand new game, but how did you feel? How did you feel coming out of that, uh, video Doa?
3: Uh, I mean, it's kind of like I mentioned it's, it'll be excited to, I'll be excited to see what they do. You know, I mean, mm. they didn't really give a whole lot of information other than it'll be in space kind of there'll be space things um so yeah yeah, i'm just kind of waiting to see you know what what it is you know you can't really can't really focus on it too much while Mm -hmm. the current set is still you know around but um it's it'll be neat you know I anything like i said my favorite part of any game like this whether it's card game or auto battler Mm -hmm. is experimenting with the new stuff when it comes out so Mm -hmm. looking forward to it what did you think
2: random asteroids hit the board stop No, uh, the, 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 <laughs> the one thing i'm not looking forward to is zoe is from space and i think she's one of the most annoying <laughs> champions uh in the game but it'll be funny a lot of people love her Ooh, that's uh, another but...
1: champion that i will learn about for the first time in tft aurelian
2: Soul's probably going
3: to come back yeah uh, Aurelian um, Souls. it's a good yeah. reason for bard to be in there <laughs> the pulse fire uh, uh the, skin
2: line the is project easy. stuff oh yeah that would be cool and the cool thing about some of these skin lines like um odyssey uh it has some people from set one and set two like odyssey has Yasuo, yeah. jinx and malphite in it so like, has all, as well. yeah and so like that all like kind of comes together we get to come back to some of our familiar mm. friends from set one because i think some of us are missing some of those uh champions from set one Gang but, plank, you know, gimme Gangplank, give me gangplank yeah, there's Pulsefire. Shy- you know, there's uh, Shyvana. Ezreal can be there. And the Star Guardian line is, I think, their highest ever skin-selling line they've ever had. Well, and there's Ego are, and Lux. And, um, who are the uh, who are the champions
3: that have been in both so far? It's like Yasuo, yeah, Ezreal. Vane, no, Ezreal and... wasn't in that one. Vain.
2: Um, no. 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 Uh, Varus. Varus Volibear. was, yep. Bear
1: was. Uh, Let's see. Not that uh, many. Um, what's Warwick. his name? Lucian. Which is good. Lucian Warwick was yeah, Lucian too. Kazix Zed.
2: Yep. So, uh, yeah, but they all were all doing different things. they were doing so, different like, things, but the, they were which in is good. Goal. That's that's great. Yeah. Yeah, because like that's the other thing. Like if if zoe is in the game right like is it are we gonna get sleepy trouble bubble or are we gonna get you know like her hopping around and auto attacking like that's the coolest thing about tft is like also taking these champions that would never build a Rage Blade in league of legends mm-hmm. but then all of a sudden tft attacks me right. to get to those ultimates is there it's it's just really cool to see these champions used this way
3: yeah uh, so there's really well. like an
2: infinite amount of things they could do yep. in this game because
3: all the champions have three or four different abilities too so mm-hmm. you know, yep. there's, there's just an endless amount of stuff they could put in this game so I, either way I think we I hope we've got a lot of years of it uh, yes yeah.
2: I yeah. love the game so much. Uh, but let's w- talk
1: about PBE real quick well, I want to make one I want to make one how, let's do this let's just real quick we'll do one crazy call like either a sure. champion that's coming in set three or a, a skin in the champion combination I've got mine it's toy Renekton is it going to be inside renecton oh, yep.
2: the toy skins
3: That'd okay. be sick. uh isn't there like one of the like i feel like there is like a mecha renekton or project renekton. maybe they'll do like a mecha stuff too yeah Might they could. The... Oh, they did just release the mecha skin line With i think Seth. it's tomorrow my prediction though is going to be bard bard will mm-hmm. be in there and you would expect him to have his ultimate because it kind of like you know essentially stops time for a little while, mm-hmm. um, which would be a, a thing that they've kind of played around with, with like Kindred's ultimate and stuff, but keeping things yeah. that keep people from dying. Basically yeah. his, he could be that guy in set three, but I think it would be cooler if he would like hop over and then grab the person with the lowest health and magical journey them to a different part of the map to say <laughs> although that might be that annoying be because cool. if it's like you know you're about to kill someone then bard takes you away
2: well i thought <laughs> i think knows? bard has some of the coolest like fantasy in the game right like the sounds that he makes like when you're playing bard you're having yeah. fun even if you're feeding Easy. like if you're 0 and 10 you're having a good time still <laughs> uh when you're playing cool. that character uh, whats your, what's, your, gonna,
1: what's your call Boop?
2: i think it would have to be something environmental because when i think of space you like you, you, you think of like asteroids hitting or maybe I, I don't know yeah, exactly. So maybe the board change will change. Like, there's been rumors that they're cutting down that row again. No. Um, so I be opposed to that, like no, if they're gonna mess with board size again, is is the other thing? Because space feels so big, it would be weird if they went smaller, right? So uh, right. I, I, I don't know, but I'm I'm gonna say it every single time. I want the beard origin. Give me some old. gangplank. Yes, give me Give, some me. <laughs> give <laughs> me some <laughs>
1: <Gragis>. <laughs> yes. Roll off.
2: Yeah, yes. exactly. And I so, unlocked uh, Brolff yesterday. By the way, and like it would be like something like plus ten to like armor or, or health. It would be like brawlers or something like that. <laughs> they but.
1: should have just called brawlers beards. That's because like Warwick is pretty much and Volibear both. They're just their full I body mean, he's is beard.
2: Got,
3: if he's covered with hair, then part of that hair would be a beard. I be
1: just beard. say the whole thing is a beard. He's just his their full body is beard. Um, <laughs> it all but,
3: originates from the face area. Yes.
1: It sure does. Okay, there's our, and if they come true, then um, everyone uh, has to uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, all three of us, by the way. We all count for all three of us. So if any of those come true, you have to follow all three of us. Um, but <laughs> we got uh, this. Okay, yes, we did get, uh, and we'll we'll end here. We got um, some PBE changes that came in we got some changes to some origin, some classes and uh we got some pretty
3: crazy stuff actually.
1: Yeah, we got some we got some fun stuff. I don't see the woodland thing
3: on Sixth here, 6 warden. No. 99 oh, 999.
1: <laughs> yes, warden. 6 <laughs> warden armor increase is went It's from f- really
3: easy to get 6 wardens.
1: Yeah, went from 450 just up to 9999. Or no, sorry, just 999, not 9999.
3: <laughs> you just That's- won't be taking damage from auto attacks.
2: So Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, so it's a buff to Ocean Mage, your beloved Ocean Mage. Technically. And they true. are
3: si- they're doing this and they're simultaneously nerfing desert, Um which is <laughs> which is interesting. Nerfing two um,
1: desert, but not four desert. Four desert's actually going up.
3: That's true. That is true. Uh And six mage is getting a buff. I've got it. Up. Plus 30 spell power is pretty substantial. Yeah, it is. Um is. I'm a little bit surprised that they're nerfing summoners uh, again. I I mm-hmm. didn't think I didn't think summoners felt oppressively strong yet. Um and I'm I'm kind of surprised that they're nerfing summoners and they're also nerf, nerfing Yorick uh by a good amount actually. Yeah, uh, I would have thought maybe they would just tune down Yorick and uh maybe even maybe even Zed again a little bit but mm-hmm. um that doesn't need it as much but but i'm surprised they're nerfing the entire thing because you look at a, a champion like zyra and and she's she's just not ran very much anymore it seems like she's she's her priority has dropped a lot
1: yep she's the morello carrier now or the summoner yeah. enabler or the inferno enabler but not
3: yeah and you'd rather have melzahar in a lot of situations mm-hmm. too unless you like need infernal and she's the only option or something like that inferno mm-hmm. rather so i'm a little bit surprised um the 6 woodland sounds hilarious. Uh are there even 6 woodland champs in the game? No,
1: there's to... there's the 4 woodland, the 4 regular yeah. woodland and then you would need a woodland lux which gives you the 5th and 6th woodland trait.
2: That's Oh, true. I always forget about Lux there true. at the end. Yeah, right? Like that she the, counts The mean becomes the dream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't real.
1: think I don't think it's on this list but the 6 woodland changed now just makes it so that all of the woodlands spawn yeah. an additional copy so you'll get i guess technically only five well actually you could have more if you had two nikos in like you had all four if you had six woodland and then you just kept putting extra ones in i'm assuming I mean, that they'll all that spawn sounds awesome
3: one. that sounds awesome but like woodland already kind of falls off pretty hard into like the yeah the, the mid and late game so mm-hmm. sticking with that long enough and then hoping you roll lux the Woodland looks. like yeah, it's it's a lot, it's a big ask. We'll put it that way. But it's it's yeah. one of those
2: things where it's like, you know, that's content. Some yeah, yeah. exactly this guy's <laughs> will be, be right. making a video about it. Yes. There's yes. no doubt. Because like sometimes you, know. you kind of like see yourself, right? You're like you're like there. You're like, wait a second. All I need is the wooden Lux. I'm already at level C. you know, I'm already yeah. at yeah. level seven. It could just All happen. I need is to roll a Lux and then <laughs> that needs- roll
3: that well, origin. I, you know? I
1: actually I don't want to I might get in trouble for revealing this, but I know how to guarantee that you get a Woodland Lux. Do you guys want to know? You need to just think in your mind that you need a electric or an Inferno or a Shadow Lux and (laughs) nothing but Woodland Lux will pop up. Let me guarantee you that because you... (laughs) If you're looking for a different kind of Lux,
3: you will guaranteed see that woodland Lux. It's like, oh great, lux. steel Lux, thanks. <laughs> well, steel Lu-
1: steel, well, the Steel Lux at least will proc itself. It at least gives you the full steel too, and like it's good to protect sure. her a little bit. But full yeah,
2: lux, Like, but like lux. Not, she's okay. Not really for just I mean everyone, we're all looking for that crystal lux. I, That's what
3: we're looking for. The only there's only a couple luxes that are good on the uh, like yeah. cloud lux is cloud Ocean lux, lux is, is fine. Cloud lux is fine. Anything that gives your entire buff
2: yeah yeah shadow, there, lux. It's, it's okay.
3: uh, yep. shadow lux is okay. Shadow lux she doesn't really even give your team uh, a buff by herself though.
2: But mm. the shadow buff she, helps her really well in you general. Need th- so. You need three
3: shadows though, don't you? Yeah, so you yeah if yeah. you need so one other do it solo. Yeah, right. oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you but need uh, like, a but like stuff like extra dodge giving your whole team twenty
2: percent. Yeah, or giving your team a little bit more mana you know that yeah. that's that's a fine, that's, but... that's the bee's knees um yeah. i don't know if you guys noticed here but um a couple mages getting buffed as well uh renekton also getting a huge buff uh, no, 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 no. Viger uh, getting a buff. I was going to say Renekton is getting nerfed. Four seven one thousand. Renekton getting nerfed. Two three twenty five four fifty one fifty two seventy four seventy five. I think that's like the fifth. Like I don't. I think Renekton's got nerfed for three or four patches in a row. Yeah, and
1: I'm kind of surprised about this Renekton nerf because like before I was like, okay, he was egg roll. He was like very. He was like mm-hmm. very clearly the number one one cost unit. He enables everything. Like he had everything, and now it was I mean, like,
3: he's mm, good. You want to. You want to go for that six woodland? Well, here's how: three star Renekton is back, baby. So uh, <laughs> he's, you know, you can do the, you can go for the egg roll again, yeah, and try to like load up Renekton, and then you know pray for the woodland lux at the end, I guess. Uh, <laughs> so there's it, there it is. It's a three star Renekton is is uh, has gotten yeah. buffed a little bit. So. It did. I, I get I get it. scared anytime Viger gets buffed, just in general. Here, I will make a prediction. Um, okay, let's hear it. The Ezreal buff is actually possibly the most insane thing uh on the pbe right now because there there's a comp out there right now that not a lot that involves uh going for a three-star Ezreal um with like four glacial six glacial obviously is better but Mm -hmm. four glacial is perfectly fine where you give him like uh serifs and Mm -hmm. um, like a little bit of damage like a you know ap damage you give him like a a cap or something like that and he he just casts Every other attack, yeah, and so every other attack, he's hitting the lowest health person for like nine hundred damage, eight hundred damage, yeah. whatever it is. So, which is insane. If you can pull it off, it is really, really hard to beat. Uh, I've oh yeah, you're times, right because you you great. get yeah. you
2: get two casts on this, and it's an extra hundred damage at level Ezreal two. can
3: like Ezreal can really really carry if you get the right items,
2: mm-hmm.
3: right? In Glacial Cop. So I'm a little bit surprised they're buffing Ezreal because I think uh, he might just be like the new carry of choice and mm-hmm. glacial is just going to come back in a big way so i'm, I'm really curious to see how that one's going to go i'm going to be watching that one. i'm definitely going to be playing uh my ezreal comp which i love playing because i've always enjoyed glacial just because i like being annoying i guess but uh, <laughs> i think ezreal could be really good
1: yeah awesome. he definitely and he's one of those ones that like okay you can run him in like a full glacial comp you can run him to complement your berserkers like you're rangers. yeah you run him in rangers there's a lot of stuff that ezreal can go in and uh yeah, he's, I think he's, like, slowly, like, he's the one that, like, he's kind of like NAR from set one in that he's getting, like, a little buffs, like, every couple of patches, and, like, they add up, and then when people start playing him, all of a sudden he's going to be played nonstop, and you're never going to be able to get him, and maybe yeah, we're part of the problem. You though. get a
3: spatula, make somebody else glacial, glacial yeah. pretty easy, and yeah. then, uh, yeah, you, uh, you, can, you can do some kind of fun shenanigans with that, where you, you go, like, warden, glacial, ranger, um, and, you throw in some wardens that shouldn't be glacial, but they become glacial, mm-hmm. or some glacial that shouldn't be wardens, but they become warden. Mm-hmm. And then you have to you know, back just doing tons of damage.
2: That's the best part about TFT is that spatula, man. Cause you know, coming from underlords, it like the items. Yeah, yeah, I know. Just to be able to like change the look. Uh like going back to set one, making all your yordles extra small by making putting the <laughs> mists on them. And then you know, here like making someone it, it's just really funny to see certain characters jump as a berserker. Mm-hmm. Right? When they yeah. when they yeah. Normally wouldn't, and that's the kind of stuff that I really appreciate about uh TFT. And I'm, I'm excited about uh, these changes too because I think real is a cool character in general. And to get that kind of DPS, like fifty each time that Mystic Shot goes out, the Mystic mm-hmm. Shot's not like an ultimate that takes a long time, right? You're gonna you're gonna feel that extra damage.
3: That's AP too, so it. it builds off of the other ap items you give him mm-hmm. as well yep. so it's uh it's he's he's like low-key one of the highest damage champions in the game right now and, yeah and i think this buff could like tip him over the edge as being like making a new comp uh meta revolving yeah. around him being your carry
1: mm-hmm. he's he's in that interesting spot that lucian is in right now or is in the spotlight in where you can put pretty much any sort of offensive item on him and it's gonna be good because he scales yeah. off of ap and ad so it's uh
3: I think Ezreal will be better because he's more reliably findable.
1: Oh, absolutely.
3: Because that's that's the thing with the if you go for the Cinecomp, you're like <laughs> you're competing with the whole yeah. lobby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, which which it's like whereas Ezreal like there's Ezreal's everywhere. He's three stars, right? Yeah. So
2: he's uh, he'll he'll or three he's level three, level so three, yep. he'll be around a lot. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, Blev, I've got one more question for Doe. I think okay. you know what it is. Oh, I um, sure do so know what the, it is. There, there's a meme that we do. There's a meme that we do here on the Little Legends podcast. Uh, okay. It happened over Thanksgiving. um It is a weird question, but we ask everyone um, as as they come on. So, Doa, in your opinion, <laughs> which Little Legend tastes the best? Oh man, <laughs> hold on. Let me let me bring up a,
3: a, a chart of all the Little Legends. Yeah. I have to.
2: Do. Yeah, oh, we wow. we we end every show with a guest with this question. Yeah. So just to kind of like preface it, there's been some things um, that have been said. Um and some uh, like underdogs. let's see underdog. So I the Fury Horn and the Silver Wing are definitely S tier, but there's oh, been some the really Fuwa. good arguments on, the for the Paddle Mar and the Fuwa and the and the, even yeah. the river sprite if you're a Hydra homie.
3: Yeah, I mean you can drink a river sprite. I think
2: well, so here's the thing I think for me there'd be
3: it'd be a tie between the Paddle Mar and like the little pig one because oh, yeah. uh-huh. I love pork and I mm-hmm. love seafood. And I haven't, I've never eaten turtle. I've never eaten <laughs> sea turtle specifically, but I bet it tastes good. <laughs> All right, there it is. So I think I, one of those two, one of those two. I, I think, uh, okay. and I, you know, I, I lived, uh, I lived in, I've traveled the world. I've I've eaten a lot of interesting things and mm-hmm. then I'm, I am was down for trying something new. So bring yeah. on the Panama.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I just want, I want there to be some sort of like riot, like blizzcon ask riot event and i want there to be a cafe where they serve little legends like <laughs> <laughs> that is my dream if, if that is the it's, contribution like that we make
2: it's a silver wing
1: leg if if, if yeah. that is the contribution we make to the uh riot community that will be a win in my
2: book <laughs> aim high yeah sounds good to me um I'll be
1: there. yes that'll that'll be great but that is going to bring us to the end of the show, Doa. Thank you so much for being on and
3: providing your insights.
1: I know we kind of we we glossed over the interview part, but if, I'm, yeah. I'm sure there's places people can find you. To talk
3: about TFT. Everybody knows where I <laughs> by now. They should. If they don't, well, welcome. Still, just Google Doa and it'll Google. be on there. Yeah.
1: Google. I'm everywhere. Uh doa uh, any uh se- yeah the, the esports consultant himself. any uh sellouts, shoutouts shout outs anything that you uh want to do before we jump off? Oh,
3: uh, well you can go to um alt uh clothing dot I think that's what's the website ultimate, ultimate? Sorry,
1: alt esports. Alt esports. Let me see if I can find it if I can find it first.
3: Hold on. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is uh go buy my shirt.
1: <laughs> yes, go to altesports.com and look for That's the uh esports consultant that. shirt.
3: I'm sorry. I'm sorry, God Nate. Damn. Nate Eckman over there designs all the awesome shirts for all the esports. Uh, Nate, uh, if you
1: want to make a, sorry, a little legends podcast shirt, uh, we can talk about a I partnership now something. that i I knew the what I knew the website. I knew the website. Uh
3: but anyway, go there buy the shirt. Um also uh go to my social media <laughs> Doa on Twitch, GG on Twitter, follow that, uh DOA Games on Instagram. I post uh, a lot of miniature painting on um, on instagram you can see you can see cool stuff like uh, like like this guy the skull taker the
1: skull oh, taker come on. focus oh, wait, come on i can get
3: focus
2: the skull taker there we go <laughs> oh my <laughs> god <laughs> I love skulls oh that cape is sick uh, though. it uh, is it's sick. not
3: focusing though how do i get it? oh but i i can imagine it
2: oh that is sick you had to paint oh, oh there we no.
3: go
1: uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, podcast game? listeners, but it is a sweet cape that
3: has skulls
2: on check it. Out. Check I
1: did out. I did video. like a
3: lava. I did the. Are these all just Warhammer? Yeah, it's a Warhammer figure. Yeah. Sick. Oh, man. Anyway, tons to... of so <laughs> go to my Instagram and you can see a lot more of that that type of awesome stuff. Um, but follow on my social media. Um, yes. And, Buy my shirt so I can eat.
1: I'm freelance now. <laughs> living that free, living that freelance life. In but freelance life. Yes, make sure you guys do that. I'll, and I'll have all those links in the description below. So make sure you check those out. But that's gonna be it for us. You can find us uh, at Lil Legends Pod on Twitter, discord.me me slash Legends Podcast, um, iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff. Little Legends Podcast. Make sure you are following us there for all the updates on the community, the stuff that we're doing, and game nights. Don't forget about game nights. All that good stuff. But that is going to be it. Again, thank you, Doha, for coming on. We really My appreciate pleasure. it. And we uh look forward to seeing you more in the TFT community. That's gonna be it, guys. Thanks everyone for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.